That's hot. <laughs> Welcome to the Duke and Duchess podcast. Welcome back. We are in episode 74, the glorious summation of The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. This is our wrap-up episode where we we talk about how amazing the book was, all the great people we want to cast in the roles, crazy random predictions, we, we wrap it up in a tight, tidy little bow, put the box in the mailbox, pick up the flag, wait until Monday morning, and wave goodbye to the letter carrier. Okay. I mean, that's, that's what I'm going to do. All righty. So where do you want to get started? <laughs> I can derail this podcast with a single look. <laughs> Just with the power of my eyes. <laughs> what I want to talk about first is what we're going to do next, actually. Because we have the words of radiance that we're going to be reading in two weeks. But we haven't told people what we're going to be reading. Yes. So we will be reading the prologue as well as the first three chapters of Words of Radiance. Gotcha. Okay, we, cool. We are also starting to read Warbreaker. We are. Standalone novel by Brandon Sanderson. Chad has gotten a little bit of the way through it. We have not decided when that will be released yet, our first episode on that. We have recorded one episode so far, not sure where when we're going to get it out, but when we do, you should listen all the way to the end if you want to hear a funny story about me coming out of anesthesia one time. <laughs> so it was a good time. It was. It was a good time for all. <laughs> Especially the anesthesiologist. <laughs> all right, so we came here to do several things. Dream casting. But one of those things dream was casting. dream casting. I've been waiting. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Good. Well, I'm glad. We set aside a whole episode just for this. People love a dream cast. They do. They we love do. it. So are you ready to get into it? Dig into the nitty and the gritty of the details. I'm, I'm pretty ready. I, I'm actually looking at my list now and a couple of the people I'm like, who is that? <laughs> so I may have to I may have to Google, but I'm ready. I'd say ninety seven percent ready. Well, I mean, you really can't ask for much more than that. <laughs> so who'd you have for Kaladin, our uh, main man? All right, so starting number one, coming in with a bullet, your number one spot, Mr. Kaladin. I selected Neil Sethi. Who is that? Neil Sethi is the uh, young actor who was the lead role in The Jungle Book and also a movie called Diwali. Oh, how old is he now? Uh, he is about that age. He's, I think he's about 17, 20, somewhere in that age range. How do you spell his name? Sorry, I have Neil to is N-E-E-L. And Sethi is just like it sounds. I'm not even going to bother. 
Gotcha. Oh, that's a good one. I have a really hard time trying to to picture young actors because I picture everyone as being basically 30. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, it it just doesn't work. Well, that's what Hollywood does. It it 30izes everybody. All the 16-year-olds are played by 30-year-olds. All the people who are supposed to be 57 get cast as 30-year-olds. I think he's only 15 now. Oh. By the time this movie Older happens, Neil Sethi. You could put a qualifier on it. Older Neil Sethi. Well, that's what I went with. Okay, gotcha. No problem. I like it. I like it. I said Ben Barnes. Okay, who is Ben Barnes? Ben Barnes was Prince Caspian. Ah, okay, gotcha. Okay. And he was also on The Punisher recently. Was he doing any punishing? He was not actually punished. I mean, he. we could get in. That's a whole other podcast we could get into about The Punisher. But he was on The Punisher. Check. Is okay. what I'm saying. Gotcha. Would you like to hear uh, how some of our listeners cast Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because we're going to make this, this is a group thing, right? Okay. So we had a lot of diversity in the casting, particularly for some characters, you could see everyone was kind of on the same page and some were wildly divergent. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, Damone who said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. Uh, Wallace Baker said uh, Vincent Rodriguez. Seth Byram said Jason Momoa. Hmm. We know Jason Momoa is going to be in this Dreamcast somewhere. Well, there you go. I mean, we broke the Jason Momoa seal. <laughs> we did. <laughs> broke it early. Break it early, break it often. <laughs> Throw, put your Jason Momoas in there. <laughs> Everywhere you can cram them. <laughs> we had both Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth. Ah, oh, both the Hemsworth that, brothers. That's right. Uh, by Chris Dixon and uh, Ian Trezise. Ian Trezise also says Oscar Isaac, who I'm not familiar with. Okay, Oscar Isaac was Poe in uh, the new Star Wars movies. Oh, the pilot. yeah, okay. Oh, I could see, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I like that. I like that casting. Eric Mantle also says Corbin Blue. That name crossed my list as well. Okay. All right, now we get into the light eyes. All right. Dalinar. Okay. Dalinar, from the first time I read this book, in my brain, was always Liam Neeson. I like it. So the light eyes were perplexing. I had a little bit of a, of a crisis when it came time to cast the light eyes. Mm-hmm. Because Brandon Sanderson describes a number of these characters as having dark skin, yeah, light eyes. Yes. Also, some of the eye colors are just plain unrealistic, like Elicar's yellow eyes. Right. So I decided to not concern myself with eye color at all. I think you have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went with Jeffrey Wright. Who's that? He plays BT in The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was also in Westworld and Boardwalk Empire. Yes. Not quite as physically imposing of a role, I had, there were some others on kind of my short list. Idris Elba crossed my short list, mm-hmm. but I think Idris Elba is too handsome. He is. I I don't know. Dalin for so for me, Dalinar has this like 
hugely magnetic personality. So I could see Idris Elba in it. Like you need to have someone who's got that that weight gravitas. to it. The gravitas that's perfect. Well, I think Jeffrey Wright's acting has that, mm-hmm. which is why I went with him. Yeah. And I, I do think as sort of one note as he is as a character, I do feel mm-hmm. like you have to have an actor who can kind of, like you said, has some, some gravitas to him. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, so for me, at the more I read it, the more I think about someone like Jason Momoa, even for Dalinar, he's maybe, I guess, on the young side. Yeah, it would depend yeah. on how young you would cast the Yeah, true. And the kids, you, you know. You can also age people up pretty easy. Yeah. So our listeners also, I think, went for Gravitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damone said Vigo Mortensen. Ah, Vigo. Yes, he has the gravitas. He does. Uh, Wallace Baker also said Idris Elba. Okay. Ian said Brendan Fraser. And he sort of qualified. He, he was like, he was like, hear me out on this one. <laughs> what do you think about Brendan Fraser? And I actually, I think Brendan Fraser can pull it off. He's a lot older now. He's a good actor. He's a hell of a good actor. Whatever happened to his career? Um, actually, some very sad things. If you read really? the biography of Brendan Fraser, pretty sure some sad stuff happened to him. I didn't know that. I feel like we could have a whole podcast just about Brendan Fraser's career. I love Brendan Fraser. Spe- way back to school ties. Yeah, he went from I mean, school ties to like the Mummy Three. Yeah. Like what happened? Oh no, the Mummy was like that's that's still on the up of his career, I think. <laughs> but but I feel like I feel like he had some sad stuff happen to him. Oh, well, that's sad to hear. Susan says Clark Gable. Like time machine Clark Gable, I guess is where we're going. Okay. All right. It's a dreamcast. It's a dreamcast. There's no rules in the dreamcast. That's right. Ian Trezise says uh, Jim Cavazel. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Also, and I think this is my favorite, Javier Bardem. Uh Oh my gosh, he would be good. Wouldn't he be good? Yep. Yes. Eric Mantle says Mario Van Peebles. Okay. Why are you laughing at I'm Eric's sorry. casting? Just because it's been a while since Mario Van Peebles has been on the screen doesn't mean he couldn't pull it off. I'm I I'm not poo-pooing Mario Van Peebles. Just been a while since you heard that name. I'm sorry. It's the Peebles part is making me laugh. Oh, I it's see. It's late. It's the Peebles. Okay. It's Peebles will do it to you. I'm good. I'm good. No disrespect intended. To the Peebles family? To the the Van Peebles family. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what's getting into me tonight. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Keep your Peebles in your pants, all right? (laughs) None of that from you. All right. What about Adolin? I I don't know. Adolin is the one that I stewed over and stewed over. And I I just can't. Like, I can picture him, but he just... The darker skin with blonde hair and light eye. I, I don't know. Who did oh, you have? Oh, he's blonde haired? Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, I completely. I said, fuck your blonde hair. <laughs> I went Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. You know, I could, I guess, see, and it really depends on how old you make Kaladin, how old you make Dalinar. Yeah, I think, you know? yeah, it does. I think Michael B. Jordan can pull off that like 25 to 35 range. Because Adolin is supposed to be Kaladin's age. Oh, I thought he was like 27. No. No, he is supposed to be younger. He's 
like 1920 as well. Mm, okay. Well, I didn't go that young. How about listeners? What did they, what did so they say? So for Adolin, we have um, Wallace Baker who said Trevor Jackson. Mm-hmm. Caleb O'Brien said Miles Teller. Okay. Susan said Gary Cooper. Ian Trezee said Hunter Parrish. Mm-hmm. And Eric Mantle said uh, Sunkrish Bala. Hmm. Do you have anyone for Renarin? Oh, yes. Renarin? I thought of um, Ansel Egort. He comes up on our list. Does he? Yes, he does. In fact, you have the same casting as Ian Trezise, who also said Ansel Egort. All right. He was great in Baby Driver. Yeah, he was. I selected uh, Dev Patel. Slumdog Millionaire, Last yes, Airbender. Yes, I can see that. Yep, who Eric Mantle actually also picked as well. So we had mm-hmm. we had a couple hits there, so that was interesting. Uh, and those were actually our only listener castings for Renarin. Okay. Who do you have for Shallan? Well, this this was a, a definite one for me. Mina Sundwal, who was played the daughter in Lost in Space. Oh, yes. I just, something about her personality, the way she, t- I just so see Shalon. Shalon was a tough one for me. In my head, she is Aaliyah Shawcat, who played the cousin on, now I can't think of the name of it. Arrested Development. On Arrested Development. Yes, thank you. But she's a little old yeah. to be playing Shalon. So I cast her as Kaya Scottolario. I hope that's how you, pronounce, how you pronounce it. She was Teresa in Maze Runner and Karina Smith. She was in the last Pirate of the Caribbean's movie. All right. All right. So our listeners said, uh, Damone said Madeline Petch. We also had Cody Mitchell who said Natalie Dormer. Wallace Baker said uh, Natalie Emanuel. Susan who cast her as Betty Grable. Ian Trezis, who said Sadie Sink or Juliet Angelo. I'm sorry, but we you have to pick one or the other. <laughs> Submitted in paper and triplicate. <laughs> staple in the upper left-hand corner. We'll, we'll make sure your submission gets logged. Uh, Eric Mantle said Felicia Day or Bonnie Wright. Come on, people. One. <laughs> one. <laughs> who do you have for Yasna? I have... Dina Shahabi, who um, was in a show you've never seen, Um, Amazon's Jack Ryan. She played the wife of the bad guy. I I don't know. She just, she's a good actress. She has that, I don't know. She just is who I pictured as Yasna. Cool. I have uh, Nicole Bahari. She was uh, Abby Mills in Sleepy Hollow. Okay. And D in American Violet. This is probably where we had the most agreement mm-hmm. from our listeners. Both Damone and Ian Trezis said Marina Baccarin. Yeah. That's a good one. It would be a good one. I think that was my number two. Wallace Baker said Carrie Washington. Caleb O'Brien said Tessa Thompson or Alicia Vikander. Susan said Maureen O'Hara. Jen Nagel said uh, Priyanka Chopra, who I liked as well. That was mm-hmm. that was another good one. And uh, Eric Matt. Eric Mantle said Zoe Saldana. Hmm. Also a good one. I feel like Zoe Saldana's a little young. I also think... I think Yasna's meant to be in her 30s. Yeah, I think Yasna's younger than we 
we like to cast her sometimes. Who do you have for Navani? Um, this one, again, was very easy for me. Marina Sirtis, who was Counselor Deanna Troy on Star Trek The Next Generation. Ah, okay. And would just go really well with Liam Neeson. Yeah, that would. IMO. I had uh, Nia Long, who was uh, on Friday, and the f- her main role, I think that people would know her from, is either on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Empire. All right, so when it comes to Navani, we had uh, Susan, who said Doris Day. Mm-hmm. Andrzej, who said Penelope Cruz. All right. And yeah. Eric Mantle, who said Nicole Ari or Mira Seal. All right. Now we get to the fun one. It's always fun to cast the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Sadius. Who do you have for Sadius? For Sadius, I have Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, I like it. I like it. I had Farhan Tahir. All right. Tell me more. He was in Star Trek. He was cap- one of the bad guy, the um, Captain Robo. And he was an Iron Man. Hold on. There he is. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. that guy. Wallace Baker had Lawrence Fishburne, Susanette Vincent Price, and Ian Trezise had Rufus Sewell. Sewell? I'm not quite sure how you yeah. pronounce it. Yeah. Now, I'm surprised nobody said, because this was my second, and I had to, I had to think about this one. Um, oh, I always struggle to pronounce this guy's name. Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yeah, okay. Ejiofor. Okay. Cheatwell Ejiofor. Cheatwell. I think. I don't know. All right. Moving right along, who did you cast for Rock? There's really only one person you can cast for Rock and not be objectively wrong. (laughs) Is it Christopher Hibju? No. Is it The Rock? It's The Rock. It's the only... I mean, The Rock would rock, yeah. It's the only correct yeah. answer <laughs> for who you can cast for Rock. Did did listeners agree? Uh, well, Ian Trezise agreed. <laughs> Theo said Korg, character from one of the Marvel movies. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. The Rock guy, literally made of rocks. Oh. <laughs> from Thor Ragnarok. Gotcha, okay. So who did you have for the Lopin? Uh, the Lopin, I had Michael Pena. Ah, so did Ian Trezise. He had Michael Pena or Diego Luna. I had uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Plays the character Darius in Atlanta. Okay. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to say the best for last, so No, I'm not. I'm going to do it now. Who did you have for wit? Who do you think I had for wit? Let's see. Can you guess? Uh, David Tennant? Yes. That's who I had too. <laughs> One, two. It's the only it's the only right choice. That's yeah, that's the only right choice. We had a lot of folks who who uh, had suggestions for wit. Let's see. We had uh, Wallace Baker who said uh, Ken Watanabe. You know, Ken um is it uh Yeah, Ken Watanabe would be a a good Dalinar as well. Or Watanabe? Watanabe? Watanabe. Don't uh, know. Ian said David Bowie. Only if he wears tights. I, I 
he he would have to wear the leggings. Of I mean. course, he would have to wear the leggings. Caleb O'Brien said Lynn Manuel Miranda, and uh, Ian Trezee says Tom Hiddleston or Benedict Cumberbatch. Those Eric are Man- all good. Those are good. Yeah, Eric Mantle said Jeffrey Wright, who was my choice for uh, Dalinar, mm-hmm. um, Adil Ray or Ben Kingsley. Did you? Ha- I didn't cast Elicar, but we had a number of listeners who did. Uh, see, I picture um, Adam Driver as Elokar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but what did listeners think? We had Damone who said Ben Swars, Wallace Baker who said Nick Cannon, mm-hmm. and Ian Trezise who said Nicholas Holt. All right. Did you have anyone for Amaram? I did not. I didn't get around to casting Amaram. No, me neither. Ian Trezise said Killian Murphy, which I like. Oh, yeah, I like that. So, that, yeah, that was a good one. What about Syl? Okay, Syl for me, Ivana Lynch. Mm. She played Luna Lovegood in Harry That's Potter. That's a good one, yeah. I had Britt Marling mm-hmm. from the OA. Also Liz Garvey in Babylon. Okay. And we had Ian Drazis, who's a Jewel State, mm-hmm. who, whose appearances changed dramatically. You didn't agree with me. You, you didn't. I saw recent photos of her mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't think I would have recognized her. Well, I mean, she went from being, you know, what, 25 to 41. I mean, I, I was expecting more. Like, I would say her appearance has changed less than mine has <laughs> from 25 to 41. I don't. For I, sure. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, and uh, the the winner of all casting, uh-huh. uh, Eric Allgaier, who said John Goodman. <laughs> We have to have a John Goodman in the mix. I mean, there's got to be a John Goodman. In the mix. He's got to be represented. Uh, the last, well, not the last one for me, actually. Uh, Seth, did you have anyone for Seth? So I, I didn't have a really good picture of Seth, but someone else, I think, suggested Aaron Paul, and I thought that was pretty good. I didn't see that one. I did see Ian Trezise, who said Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Mine is uh, Manny Jacinto from mm-hmm. The Good Place. Yeah. The guy who plays Jason in The Good Place. To me, he has to be Asian. No, Seth is the one who isn't Asian. What? Yeah. Seth is not, he's, um... Shin. Yeah. The Shin are the only non-Asians on Roshar. Oh, God. (laughs) It's very, so it's interesting because it's... I went the other direction. Well, people tend to think that because the Shin have that sort of philosophical Asian-like kind of culture and but when you read it it they actually talk about their strange round eyes okay so what's interesting is a lot of my fantasy casting happened before i realized all this but it's it's stuck in my head i can't get it out but brandon sanderson has said like people on roshar all of them have that epicanthic fold in their eyes and they're all most of them very tan Mm -hmm. so he said they don't look like you would imagine asians kind of a cross between Asians and Middle Eastern mm-hmm. people, most of them. I think people from Yakaved are maybe fairer skin and they have the red hair. But um, yeah, I mean, if we're talking about what how they're described in the books, the Shin are the only people who would look like we would imagine Caucasians. And I went as I went strictly Asian, right? <laughs> when I was looking. Okay. Uh, what about? Which is interesting. Yeah, it is. But it's but really, fantasy casting is about what how they look in your head. So mm. that's why we like to talk about it. What about Teravangian? Oh, Gary Oldman. 
Wow, okay. It's gotta be Gary Oldman. And a couple of other people said Gary Oldman as well. Well, uh, Ian Trezee said Gary Oldman as well, or Rutger Hauer, mm. which I like Rutger Hauer. I have no idea what Rutger Hauer looks like now, though. Mine was Ron Glass, book from Firefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. And then I, I know nobody else cast these people, but I did just because... I personally think it's mm-hmm. funny, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you cast anyone for Hashal and Matal? <laughs> I did not. Who do? You, who, but I know they were very important. To they you. were very important, important characters, characters to, to me. You. So for Hashal, I cast Aquafina mm-hmm. from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay, and for Matal, I cast Cal Penn. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like the idea of having those characters be two comedians mm-hmm. and but just act like dicks to, to me <laughs> to me that i think that would be fun i could see that all right so who for you was the easiest for you to cast who were well, the... i have a couple more I oh mean, i'm sorry did was that I, all that you cast that was all that i and the uh and the listeners cast okay so we're not even going to talk about capsule because we're just all assuming that that's no. jared leto oh yeah clearly it's jared leto We've just already kind of done that. And what about Teft, who is so obviously Liam Cunningham that it's not even funny? Oh, that would be, that's a good one. And uh, for me, Mo Ash, I always picture him as Jason Momoa. That's where Jason Momoa Uh, landed on the spectrum for me because he has to be in everything. Um, Gotcha. I actually did, I cast Mo Ash as Nate Parker. So I know I missed one. And uh, Andrew East cast him as John Barenthal. Hmm. Interesting. I I looked for Sizzle and didn't come up with anything. Oh, Sizzle, I think I pictured as Don Cheadle. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I struggle with that one because to me, in my brain, he's old. Mm -hmm. But then I think about the the reality that he has to carry a bridge. Mm -hmm. I couldn't rectify those two things. Mm -hmm. So I just I just said, no, I'm not going to do it. Who was your easiest to cast? Who were you like, oh, well, this is clearly. I mean, Mina Sundwal, I think, probably. Though for me, like I said, the first time that I, I read the, this book, when I very, very first picked it up, and any time that there's an older warrior, like charismatic type warrior, it's always Liam Neeson in my head. <laughs> always and forever. He's Lan Madrigoran. He's, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, of course, who I pictured right away for Dalinar. So, and then, and Navani, I think, was pretty easy, too, because I just saw Deanna Troy. For me, it was Rock and Wit. I mean, those were, I didn't have to really think about those at all. But who was the hardest for you to cast? Adolin. I can't, I I can't, I still can't do it. You know, Adolin was a tough one for me. For me, the hardest, though, was Shalon. Really? Yeah. Because I couldn't get a Leah Shaw cat out of my mind the other thing i want to point out and i i don't know if we brought this up or not before but in doing these fantasy casting it's very difficult to not feel like a creep on google because <laughs> you're young white male actors <laughs> you know i was like young asian actors under 20 yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah i know I'm, exactly what you're talking about i'm like about. hot black actors under 30 <laughs> hot black actors. then i'm like like 
<laughs> no, I need him a little taller. You know, like. <laughs> and then when I'm trying to cast Shalon, I'm like, <laughs> redhead actresses. And then it's all like. Emily Blunt. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, no, I need <laughs> younger. <laughs> young redhead actresses that I'm like, no. Teenage red actresses. Oh, Google's judging you. I'm like, judging you. Bastards at Google. With their judgy eyes. It's true. <laughs> like, please God, nobody look at my search history. So, uh, there was that, anyway. <laughs> I have an announcement. All right. Today, right before the podcast, I created for us our very own Reddit page. Really? Our very first, uh, this, the Duke and Duchess subreddit. Awesome. Now... Like I said, I did it directly before the episode. I haven't put anything up on there, and I'm not on Reddit that often. But the page is at, it's r slash the Duke and Duchess. Strangely, the Duke and Duchess podcast, it would not allow. I couldn't find anything else that came up. I don't know if maybe the name was too long. Mm-hmm. And the D&D podcast is taken. Mm-hmm. So it's r slash the Duke and Duchess. If anybody would like to volunteer to to be a moderator there, if, if there's anybody who's like actually really active on Reddit and would be interested in that, uh, that would be super groovy. Cool. All right. So a couple of other things on social media. We had a big poll that we put out. We were supposed to put it out days ago, but we didn't. We were lazy about whether or not my whole rant about the word yes last time was completely pedantic and insane or whether or not I actually had solid ground to stand on. And what were the results of that poll? The results were that I am crazy. <laughs> which is actually what I expected it to be. Okay. But it was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Really? So what were the final counts? Uh, so I put, only put it up a few hours before we podcast, so I didn't give it enough time, really. Right. But uh, you had 11 votes to my nine. All right. One of, one of which was my own. <laughs> <laughs> so really 11 to eight. <laughs> but I honestly thought it would be much more overwhelming than that, because I really thought I was going out on kind of a wacky limb. Most of the votes went your direction, but several people commented saying that they sort of could see my point. Right. I, I think there were several people who felt like they could see what I was saying, they could understand it, but it wasn't something that was going to rob them of any enjoyment of the book. Right. And, and actually, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm pretty much over it. All right. Good. Good to hear it. I have another announcement. Another? I do. Lay it on me. I'm just making normal things that I would say, and I'm turning them into announcements. Announce away, baby. Because it makes it feel more important. So I would like to announce, Brandon Sanderson is now aware that we exist. (laughs) 
Wasn't he always aware, though? No. Well, in his subconscious mind. I think he could feel us out here somewhere talking about him. (laughs) Well, thanks to a friend of ours, uh, Brian Wallace, who is on the Facebook page. He's also a friend of mine from high school uh, that I used to play D&D with. He was out at a book signing and met up with him and dropped our name. So, I mean... That's awesome. We're officially famous at this point. <laughs> Mark it on your calendars. 15 nanoseconds 15 of 15 minutes starts now. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this podcast actually gets posted, it'll be over. I did want to mention one other thing from our Facebook group page. Uh, Laurel Armster who is out in Northern California. A lot of her family is out in Northern California where those wildfires are going on. Mm-hmm. And um, and she posted to let us know that she was safe and all of her friends and family were safe, but several, pe- several people out there lost their homes. If anybody is interested in getting involved or seeing what they can do to help or donating, uh, there is the Campfire Evacuation Relief Fund Uh, which is at nvcf.org, and I'll post the link on the post when I put it up on the page. That's a good idea. Yeah. So the other thing that we wanted to talk about here before we end the podcast is predictions. Yes. So I put a recap. Yeah, well, I put a first I want to talk about some of our listeners' predictions because I put a a post up saying, hey, you know, you've heard our predictions. Here's an opportunity for you to tell us about some of the things that you predicted or are predicting. Mm -hmm. So we had a few folks who came back and gave us uh, some feedback there. So uh, Gordon Ross said, up until the point at which Shallan actually stole the fake caster, which is its new name, by Mm -hmm. the way, I was convinced she would turn into the main antagonist of the series. Mm, That would have been cool. That would have been cool. He said that going forward, his prediction is that the majority of the action will continue to take place in and around the Shattered Plains until at least book five. Hmm. Also, Hoyd is quoth. <laughs> Caleb O'Brien said, Kaladin is something reborn. <laughs> Which we I've been I'm yeah. on board with that. Yeah. I've been saying that You've for a long time. You've been saying that from the beginning. He also says that maybe the spren are something that has been shattered apart, like a splitting of a soul or something along those lines. He also feels like the words that people say when they're dying are things that are actually being said by Talonel. Okay. That is the name of the herald who comes yes. back. Okay. Who's got seven names that I can never remember. Cody Mitchell said, I think Hoyd knows exactly what the F is going on. <laughs> Not only within Stormlight uh, here on Roshar, but also in the wider Cosmere universe. Do you agree? And if so, what is his role going to be? And what is he? when is he going to start telling people? I feel like he's like the Cosmere demigod or something. Hmm. I kind of, I'm dipping into my predictions here, I kind of feel like Hoyd might be a bad guy. Hmm. Okay. I will see. Uh, Susan King says Shallan's going to become one of the Night Radiants along with Yasna. She thinks Shallan and Kaladin are going to hook up. And also, and this one's interesting, that Yasna and Sadius are going to hook up. Hmm. So those are some predictions. 
And then I wanted to go through and talk about some of my predictions that I made. Yes. I want to talk about a couple that were my my best predictions and then several more that just sucked. <laughs> Lay it on me. Because those are more fun. Uh-huh. So we'll start with the good ones. So I said way back towards the beginning that there is a metaphysical reason behind Elicar's deep suspicion. Okay. And it turns out to be the symbol headed dudes. Yeah. So that was like that was like our second episode of the uh mm-hmm. of the series. I also said Kaladin will be punished and hung out in, in the storm, and that will be- lead to his becoming aware that he has magical powers. There you go. I also said Parshman are the void bringers. You did say that. So that one pretty early on. And then I said also, Rashar has a weird, bizarro Rashar world, which is what Shallan saw when she soul cast. So the shades. Mark. That one made me lose my mind. So those were the so thousand pages. I had four good predictions. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I made about a hundred predictions. Mm-hmm. So statistically, I, I'd have been better off. Actually, I would have been better off throwing darts at a dartboard. <laughs> All right, so here here are some of the some of the I think more fun ones. The ones that are just completely wrong. The first one is I said the the radiance are going to be similar to the Chandrian from the King Killer Chronicles. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like the bad guys going around. No, that wasn't true. No, that does not seem to be true. I said there will be a desolation by the end of this book. That was not true. Not true. <laughs> I said Kaladin's mom is related to Teravangian. Nope. Still not confirmed. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's not. Actually, you know what? Who knows? <laughs> I don't think she is. There's seven books left. <laughs> yeah. Anything could happen. I said, I think Shallan will end up being separated from Yasna. Nope. Seth is Talonel Reborn. That was another one. Nope. I think... This is probably my my worst one. I think Navani is going to betray both Dalinar and Elikar. Nope. No, no, not at all. I said, I guarantee there will be another Chasm Fiend encounter before the end of this book. That did not happen? No, it didn't happen. <laughs> I said, Dalinar's visions are from the Parshendi. Oh, <laughs> nope. Even when I said that, when I was like, this one doesn't feel right. <laughs> and uh, I said that uh, the character Nalan Elin is the Parshendi Shardbearer. Nope. So those were all my crummy predictions. I think you did great. So what are your predictions for the next book? All right. So I do have a few predictions for the next book. So moving forward, I think the void is a force, not a people. Okay. I also do not think the void bringers are any one particular monster. I think it's a subset of things that might be manipulated by the void. I said the desolation wants to destroy the Cosmere itself. I think that's fairly obvious. I also say... I also predict that the shard blades are bastard versions of the dawn shards, but with shard blades living in darkness, the dawn shards being made from light. Hmm. Okay. And I told you last time 
that I would tell you how the series is going to end. Oh, yes. And tell I'm going to tell you now how the All series right. is going to end. All right. So, Rashar, the entire continent, once all looks like looked like Shinovar looks now. Okay. The storms cover come through, and as they come from the east and move to the west, they are continuing to cover the world with stone mm-hmm. and creme, choking life slowly from the continent. So my prediction is that the series will end with that being broken away and Rashar looking like the Garden of Eden. Lush vegetation. Cool. That's how it's going to end. I like it. I like it. Everything's plate tectonics nowadays. (laughs) So is there anything else that you have tonight? Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. All right, so... Reminder, next time we will be reading uh, The Words of Radiance. That'll be the prologue through Chapter 3. And that'll be Episode 75 coming out the weekend after Thanksgiving. Uh, Remind anybody, everyone to go check out our subreddit, which doesn't really have a lot of content now. If you want to donate to the Campfire Evacuation Relief Fund, uh, check out the website. We'll have the link in there. And uh, also look for some stuff coming about Warbreaker eventually. You can find us on the Duke and Duchess podcast dot com. It's our website on Twitter at the D&D podcast on Facebook at the Duke and Duchess. Check out our Facebook group page as well. That's it. Good night. Good night.